Welcome to your new English 21 podcast. This podcast is made for English learners by English learners. Yes, just like you and me. Come with us and share your experiences, ideas, and suggestions for all the listeners to improve their English while talking about any topic of your preference, whenever it is in English. This podcast is coming to you from Managua, Nicaragua, Central America, with your host, Vidal Tejet Nabaez, the English Connector. Come, share, and improve. Thank you very much. How are you? It's been a long time since I last released an episode in this your new English 21 podcast. Yes, it is a long time since I last recorded and released an episode in this your new English 21 podcast. A lot of things have happened since that moment now. A lot of things that we are not going to focus on right now. The most important thing is that we are here and we are willing to continue learning, to continue growing, to continue sharing, to continue improving together. Yes, because you and me can come together, we can share, we can grow, we can improve our English. And, of course, by the way of learning English, uh, let's talk a little bit about what is the most difficult thing for you in learning English and what is the easiest one in learning English. Why is this topic important? Why is this so important to talk about? It is because we are aware of our weaknesses we can convert we can turn that weakness maybe or that difficulty into a success, into a strength, into an advantage. We, when focused and when working hard in a weakness, we can turn that reality into the contrary. So something in which we were maybe weak or not strong, we become stronger, we become confident, we become reliable, we become experts, maybe, and that's the reason it is important for us to talk about what is the most difficult thing in learning English and what is the easiest. Because you have to, uh, to detect what is the most difficult thing for you and then make a plan and trying to follow a routine, a schedule, a rule, a method. Everyone has to uh, uh, find our own way to learn, to improve, and to continue growing our understanding and usage of English learning. As it is for me, uh, for example, it is uh, what is the most difficult thing for me? The most difficult thing for me is learning English through phonetics. Yes, because phonetics 
a get or has a lot of symbols, a lot of sounds, a lot of variations, a lot of variety uh, of varieties of sounds, and a lot of ways of sounding and of, of building the structures, the sound structures, and finally to pronounce uh, maybe two syllables or two letters, two vowels, semi-vowels, and consonants that are put together, but with a, in a different cluster, they call it, uh, they have to be pronounced differently. And that, for me, it's very difficult. I find it easiest to learn how to pronounce some word by the media, just by listening to podcasts or by watching uh, YouTube videos specifically on a topic maybe, or by watching uh, TV series uh, in any platform, maybe Netflix, maybe Amazon, or maybe Disney, or maybe in a new one that I've been exploring lately that is called Curiosity Streaming. Yes, that's very good. I like it a lot because I am a very big fan of documentaries, history, uh, biographies, uh, archaeology, civilizations, uh, customs, geography, and uh, all those kind of documentaries. So I find it easiest or easier for me to uh, learn pronunciation in English by uh, using these resources, these kind of materials, instead of trying to study or trying to understand the complex, the complex uh, matter that uh, holds on phonetics. Of course, phonetics is beautiful as well, and it is the science, it is the, uh, the keystone, maybe, uh, the keystone of uh, learning how to pronounce right or correctly any, any word in English, no matter the country, no matter the geography, and no matter the accent you got, phonetics uh, is based on the International Phonetic Alphabet, or IPA, and for me, as I understand, it is a standard, uh, a st an international standard, as they say, that's the, that's the acronyms, uh, that helps any person trying to learn how to pronounce any word or any syllable. That's the, that's the most difficult thing to me in English, and maybe the easiest one, the easiest of all is reading, because uh, believe it or not, for me, I think English has a lot in common, not uh, uh, not a complete similarity, but a lot in common with the grammatical structure in Spanish. Maybe the order, maybe the relevance, maybe the connections uh, between the different uh, the different operators or the different particles of a sentence are different, of course, 
but once you got the the core differences you can uh, for me apply uh, similarity principles to understand uh, a paper a book or any article in English yes and uh, from my mother tongue that is Spanish uh, we also got uh, a lot of cognate words that's that's the way we call it uh, uh, words that we know the meaning the meaning but we don't know that we know the meaning the meaning of these words that's a cognate word so in English uh, and, uh, as well as in Spanish we got uh, a lot of Latin and Greek roots roots sorry roots yeah we got a lot of words that came or are borrowed from the ancient Latin maybe or the ancient Greek there are a lot of words there are a lot of words and this is not the topic for today but maybe we can organize and we can arrange for uh, uh, for doing a, an episode specifically on Latin roots or Greek roots that uh, maybe are common in some other languages uh, the, uh, apart from English, maybe from French, from German, maybe Spanish, maybe Portuguese or some other languages that share some common roots in the ancient uh, languages the ancient languages that shaped our civilization the modern civilization as we know it today or at least those that were influenced by uh, the greek uh, empires or reigns or the roman empire that uh, which which language was uh, in those centuries uh, Latin. Yes, my friends, that's the uh, most difficult thing for me to learn in English. Phonetics using the international phonetic alphabet and the easiest thing for me is reading. Yes, uh, I'm a good, uh, I'm good at reading, but not a good reader necessarily. Yes, I can understand Uh, quite easily uh, any reading, but I'm not a, 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 um, I'm not a, a, a book shocker, uh, someone that is uh, eating and eating and, and swallowing books after books. No, that's not, that's not me, not, not today. So for me, this is the, uh, the pair of things, the most difficult thing to learn in English and the most or the easiest thing to learn in English. So uh, from this point I'm gonna of course uh, I have to make a plan, uh, I have to convert an, uh, a weakness into a strength, a uh, difficulty into an advantage, uh, something that I'm not good at uh, in something that I uh, very uh, proficient at. Well, my friends, this has been the episode for today. I'm very glad to be back. Yes, of course. Remember that this is your new English 21 podcast. 
This is a podcast made for English learners. Why English learners? Thank you, my friends. Thanks for listening to your new English 21 podcast. This podcast is made for English learners by English learners. Yes, just like you and me. This podcast was brought to you from Managua, Nicaragua, Central America, with your host, Vidal Tellez Arbaez, your English connector. We believe that together we can share, grow, and improve by encouraging people to be confident when speaking and finally reaching fluency. Come, share, and improve. Thank you very much.